Ladies and gentlemen, Tom Bernard Show with co-host Catherine Brandt, Andy Brandt-Bernard, Cassie Schrader. We will be right back. Kick things off. Tom Bernard Show. Michael Bryant, Brad, Sean Bryant, what's the latest? Well, basically, we're trying to represent people who have been hurt then talk to them before they talk to an adjuster. Uh, one of the key points is to make sure you know what your rights are before you start talking to the insurance company and they start asking you questions or they try to settle your case early and cheap. Well, what's interesting to me is, you know, a lot of people have fear of attorneys. It makes them very uncomfortable. They get nervous about it. What should I do? I've known Michael for years and years now, and I would highly recommend you. So that should be good enough for everybody because I don't endorse people who are dirtbags. Well, I, I appreciate that. Um, but I guess the key is, is people think I'll charge them if I talk to them. Right. So a lot of people call me up. It's like, how much is this going to cost if you call me back? Like, you want me to call you back? How much will that cost? I don't charge people. The only way I get paid is if we recover, um, if we get money from the, the other side. And there's a lot of people I talk to that I never get paid for that are just part of giving them advice to make sure they know what they can do and what their rights are. And your record's terrific as well, we should point out. That works. It's been good. <laughs> it's been good, ladies and gentlemen. It's been good. And how do they contact you? And, uh, e- either through our website, which is minnesotapersonalinjury.com, minnesotapersonalinjury.com, or at 800-770-7008. Michael Bryant, Bradshaw, and Bryant. Walzer Automotive continues to grow. They think it's because of their upfront pricing, no haggle or hassle sales experience. And working with one person from start to finish. I think we all know it's because of the loyal podcast listeners. I've said it a million times before. I won't endorse a company that I don't believe in, and Walzer's no exception. I've bought several cars from them, as has my family. I know what you're thinking. Tommy got some special deal. Well, the truth is we paid the Walzer best price just like everyone else. Walzer will sell about 35,000 cars this year, and you can't do that if your prices aren't great. Do yourself a favor. When it's time to shop for a new or used car, go to walzer.com and give them a shot. You won't be sorry. Walzer Automotive Group, walzer.com. Some people call me a space cowboy. I never call you a space cowboy. Yes, you <laughs> I said some people, not all people. I can't do that. I did not say all people. Nobody would ever. Some people. Do you call him the gangster of love? Yes, you well, do. Well, when, when he wins at those weird games out in Colorado. You press the little thing, and it's like you're a hot lover or yeah, whatever. Touchdown. He was like the top of the top. Touchdown. Yeah, it was at the very top. Did you right. have an extra ding, 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 ding. hop in your strut? Yes. Yeah, you did. Yes, I did. It was sad for a while. As a matter of fact, there were two younger women that were in, and they were asking like a question about a oh, game. Oh, yeah, that's right. And Tom brings up the fact that he just had won the Well, they were the doing that, lover. weren't they? I'm like, Tom. Tom, what? this is not okay. It is Do okay. not bring up hot lover to young women who have no idea who you are. I think we need to get him a t-shirt. <laughs> They're like, is he homeless? What's going on? Is he homeless? He yeah, won't leave it. me alone. Yeah, He's been exactly. following me all day like a stray Surprise dog. the cops didn't show up. I, I, Good God. Who the hell is that? Oh, it's Joe. Uh, yeah, Joe from Louisville just said, at least you're not a joker. Or a, sm- <laughs> or a smoker for that man. You are a midnight toker. No, I would would not toke either. I'm sorry. I'm not doing the toking. Um, Okay, as far as as that, being at the top of the heap of the hot lovers and all that stuff with your your heat from your hand or whatever. Now I've got to get him a T-shirt. Hot lover. So I have to ask you a question. I brought this up to Catherine, and obviously I'm not going to identify the person. Well, I don't know her name anyway. I just know where she's from and where she works. What am I going to bring it up? Okay. But I, <clears throat> we did a meet and greet last night before Metallica. Oh, that's right. You're big. I was I was babysitting. You uh, were you were being adored by thousands. Yeah, it was wonderful. <laughs> no question that's about a, it. That's our life. But <laughs> I've brought this up before on this show, and I'm not offended by it. But Catherine said she would be offended by it. But I mean, you're a woman, so that's a different deal. I don't know why it's different. You don't know why? No. Every time I do meet and greets. And people are drinking. Mm-hmm. At look, least look, look, one look, person. Look, look, look. Usually it's more like three or four. And three of them are usually women and one's a guy. Last night I was taking pictures and a woman grabbed my crotch. Really? Yes. 
Ugh. Now, should I be offended by that? Because I thought See, thought my was, automatic she's trying response to be funny. would be to punch her. Yeah. I would just, I would just no. be punching people if they grabbed anything. She was lit up, and she was very friendly and very uh, yeah, nice. Yeah, obviously, she was well, very she would, friendly. She didn't hold on. She was like, squeezed it. She didn't hold on. She, she just squeezed you. it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. She doorknobbed me. No, not I, okay, lady. But I, have a no, but I have a question for you. No, no. I do not find that to be sexual assault at all. It is. No, it's not. Yes, it is. It's she your didn't private mean... area that nobody gets to touch unless you say so. Well, maybe I did say to her, hey, listen. <laughs> no, I <laughs> did not. That's what I taught our children. It's like, this is your well, yeah, area. Yeah, the children are different. That's no, a different No, I'm like, as, you know, as long as you're alive, it's you don't you, people don't get to just grab whatever they want. But guys, you do it because they think it's funny. <clears throat> Somebody the grabs your it arm, it's, funny it's not too. even okay. Well, that happens constantly. No, no. Not like, not like in a way like, hey, you know, no. There's like certain aggress- aggressions that are not okay. And that I, but it was it, not sexual in, in any way. Does it matter? It was not sexual it's in any way. Okay. She was just trying to be funny. Mm-hmm. It's not funny. Well, I think I men perceive that. sexual assault differently than women. Yeah, because clearly. I, I, well, I mean, I, I mean, it's hard to say this, but women feel more fragile than men. I mean, oh, no, I understand well, that. Absolutely. Yeah, you know, we feel that. more vulnerable in situations like that. Yeah, we get raped and beat up way more than men do. Yeah. yeah. So it's, no, there's well, no doubt about that. You don't get beat up more often. But I think so. No, I, no, I don't think so. I, yeah. Because I've no, punched a guy for grabbing close. me no. because it wasn't Where did he grab you? In my private area. Tom. On a dance floor. Well, I just said, did he grab her matter? No. Did he gra- you know, I, no, he came up grabbing. behind me and tried to, I mean. He did? Yeah, that was not okay. God, somebody told me last night when that happened, where, uh, it was a guy who works at KQ, too. He's a nice guy, a nice guy in the world. Mm-hmm. Oh, at a funeral. At He's a, at a funeral. Here we go. This is honest guy. He's at a funeral, Such and this guy shame. comes up behind him, sticks his arm between his legs, and grabs his package. Yeah. And he goes, dirt, dirt. Oh, God. It's at a funeral. It's like, mm, what the Trying hell? to lighten the mood. <laughs> what I are think you so. doing? I mean, that's just psychotic, in my opinion. I no, but know. like, if, no, if a guy was like really drunk and just like hanging on me, I would I'd just tell him, you know, you need to leave. Yeah. Right, if it was right. making me uncomfortable. But because um, I know people are, when they drink, they're... Yeah, they don't know what the heck they're doing. Some, I mean, I do sometimes. Yeah, but some people like lose all sure, absolutely uh, sense of decency. Well, they, it's like they don't even. It's out of their character. It's you know, or is it <laughs> the truth That's is coming out with the liquor? Know. It's like oh, you know, maybe, maybe you really want to be like this. It may be the fact that it, it has been happening to me for forty years. It's not okay. I'm not saying it's okay, but I don't find it to be sexual assault, I, and I don't I take it, it seriously. Personally, I would say it, it the is. woman had no interest in having. I think sex if it was a test me. of the courts, it would meet the criteria for sexual assault. You think so? I think yeah. so. Yes. Like if some, well, know. somebody. Could have easily reported that. Yes. As sexual. But I did it? No, no, no. If somebody you saw. You attacked her with your penis. <laughs> <laughs> no, if somebody no. saw her do it and you didn't say anything, Ick. but if somebody else saw it and they felt uncomfortable, they can report well, it. Well, I suppose that's true, yeah. Yeah. I guess that's right. And then they would come to you and say, well, would you like to press charges against this woman for sexual assault? And, and then I would they say would say no. Yeah. That would be yeah. in your. Because she did not mean to assault me. She was just being funny. She'd had a few too many. She's a very nice person. I mean, she wasn't like, let See, me I get over this it, guy. Uh, yeah, I, there's no excuse, personally. All right, there's I just, just thought no I'd excuse. run it by it, because it's, just it's like, been happening you know, for 10, Somebody's driving a car, years at least. drunk. Oh, no, well, no. They, they were no, texting and driving, but they were drunk, so it's okay. No. I know and what I'm, you're saying. And I'm sure she's probably done this before to other people. So maybe she should cut liquor out of the equation. <laughs> she can't control herself. It might herself. be part of it. That yeah. would be good advice. Yes. It might be part of the That's deal. And, and don't do it at funerals. Yeah. When you sneak up behind <laughs> a guy and put your Don't leave your, your arm hands in. off of people. Yeah. Well, I did. You know, one thing I did, Just and I talked, some, I talked to some people about it, out of all the, I don't know how many pictures we took, tons and tons of pictures, but I make sure that you can see both my hands in the pictures. When I put yeah. my arms around people, either... If it's one person, I do this on their shoulder and kind of do, you know, this kind of deal so you can see both my hands. Seriously, just, you, you can't take just, any chances You should just take anymore. a marker, not groping. <laughs> <laughs> and just yeah. jazz hands. I got Everyone, jazz hands. Not groping jazz hands. <laughs> can, women tell, can women tell when guys are into that kind of 
grabbing women thing? Yeah. You can tell? Especially if, if you've been around the person, if they, especially if alcohol's involved, you can yeah. tell. Um, I mean, I've... There's been a couple of people where I've been like... You were shocked I by I thought it? that they were creepy and creeping mm. on me, but then I realized that every time they were around a crowd of people, mm-hmm. they always had... They always were right, like right next to a woman talking to them very softly. Uh, it's like, like it, see, I don't like. That. Uh, I don't like I, being somebody be in my face. Anyway. I don't like that either. But it was like I don't know if this guy is creeping on me or if this is just the way he is. Or yeah. I, I, there have been a couple of people where I've been confused. Well, let me put it this way. But I always just push them away and go. <laughs> I would not think that true of Bob Sansevier for one minute. Uh, Dave, Andy, Bob, uh, Sansevier, what? <laughs> I don't, I, didn't, I don't see Bob as somebody who grope a woman. No, no. Unless way. she was covered in cheese. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. If she's made out of cheese, he'd do it. But that's about it. But I'm just wondering if you can tell if a if a guy is that kind of guy. Yeah, it's not, I mean, sometimes yes. Because to me, like clear. I said, Andy, Darkness, Dave. Doug Sprinthal, L.A. Nick, Bob Sansevier, you know Mike Gelfand. I don't see any of those guys doing that. I know. But no you, way. You, you really don't know anybody, do you? I suppose. <laughs> I, I, I'm not well, saying that they would, but I'm just I saying know. you really don't know anybody, especially when they're drinking. You just don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Look, we had people do all kinds of crazy things. For people who are listening, I, I do. Last night was wonderful. The people at uh, Target Center. Anna and Noel did a wonderful job. They were great. The bartenders were phenomenal. The security people were phenomenal. The, everybody there was so happy to be there and so nice. Took pictures with people. It was a ball. Nice. I got home last night. I said, I have to be home by 8 o'clock so I can go to bed. The problem is that I was so jacked up from meeting hundreds and hundreds of people that I couldn't get to sleep till 11.15 anyway. You know how you're so jacked you can't go to sleep? Yeah. Yes, when my public adores me like that, I, I really do find it hard to sleep. Uh, KQ listeners are <laughs> unbelievable. You know what's amazing about that, too? What? The, uh, the age of people there, I would guess, was between 30 and maybe 50. Maybe. Yeah. I, don't, I, I don't think there was anybody that was over 50. Uh, and, uh, there might have been a couple. Well, actually, there are some people under, probably under 32. Probably a few people in their twenties. Sure. It's it, it's interesting to me that after all this time being on that show and doing this show, that their people weren't even. I was talking to a guy out in the lobby here. Matter of fact, we're talking, and uh, you know, Gal fan's going to come on next Wednesday. He couldn't do it today, but he's going to come on next Wednesday. And the kid said. Cassie, take note. <laughs> the guy said, yeah, exactly. Tom's doing those, that booking outside of no, booking. No, Yellow Fancom just pops in on Wednesday. Wait, I want to record some stuff to put on, on the morning show. Oh. Because Mike was a huge part of the success of that show. Um, but a guy, the, the guy we're talking to on, on the hallway, just Santa Marie goes, you know what's amazing about this? Because they ran a promo today on the station that said, that said, this is the damnedest radio station I ever heard in my entire life. <laughs> and I said, you do realize that was like 32 years ago. Oh. And the guy standing there, you know him, he said, my God, I'm only 28. <laughs> it happened four years before he was born. Oh. Oh. What happened a year before Andy was born? Yep. So what did that tell you? Well, a few years a before Alex. Time. But no, it was, it was, I wanted to be... Very clear and say, I, it, the the thing from start to finish was fantastic. Everybody did a great job at Target Center. Everybody uh, there from KQRS did a wonderful job. Uh, Sam tried to push me down. Sam was a, was, a, was a young woman whose husband is in security. And I can see why she gets feisty because he'd beat the hell out of anybody who bothered her. I'll tell you that. Was he gigantic? Oh, he was a big fella. I don't know that I'd want to mess with him but she was just the greatest and it was kind of an accidental thing where she she kind of just moved back and pushed me into the screen and i almost fell down backwards it was really great but no it was just the whole thing sounds exciting no i'm just telling you (laughs) when people are that nice and make you your whole night the whole thing was just great it was on i'm glad you had a good time because you did do a great deal of whining before you went (laughs) 
Oh, God, here we go. Well, I didn't get to see Metallica. I wanted to see Metallica, but I couldn't. Well, it's just, yeah, it's just, yeah, that's a very long day for you. But as it turns out, I could have stayed for Metallica because I didn't get to sleep till 11.15 anyway. Yeah, uh, true. It's like, damn. Yeah, that's so was the, have you heard feedback? Was the concert really good? You know, the two comments I saw, they said it, uh, they've gotten old. Well, mm. yeah. What do you, what do you think what that I see? has happened? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but Metallica is phenomenal. They're a legendary band. You don't you don't say Metallica's gotten old. That's interesting. Good, then I'll play of... nothing but Metallica in the morning. Works for me. <laughs> I love Metallica. When we spend time in Florida, um, you know, we have a lot of contact with Cuban Americans. Yeah, yep. there's just a lot of Cuban Americans that live down in Florida, especially the south um, east side, and they they love rock and roll. Yeah, mm-hmm. the whole time. Oh, you know, yeah. heavy oh, metal absolutely and all that stuff. They're really into it. It's interesting. <clears throat> they are. You're 100 percent right well, I know about it's, that. It's weird now to think that Metallica is kind of considered classic rock now. Oh, it's, it is absolutely well, for sure. To you these know. people, it absolutely is. Yeah, because I mean, they, yep. Metallica broke big. What, like 25 years ago? Well, King Nothing came out, I believe, about oh, 25 years ago. That's about right. Isn't yeah, it? it was like the late 80s when they started coming onto the scene and. Yeah. Really hit big in the yeah, so early nineties. Yeah, let's go. Yeah, let's go with twenty years ago. Okay. They came out about twenty five years ago, well, maybe even longer than that. But well, like Enter Sandman. Andy, when did Enter Sandman come out? King uh, Nothing. I remember. King you. Nothing's a great. Oh, Where's yeah. your crown? Uh, King remember nothing. him playing that nonstop at the top of. You know, it's a really volume. hardcore Metallica uh, song that wasn't. Um, Ninety one. 91. Okay, so it was early. Enter Sandman came out in 91? Mm, apparently. Well, how the hell can they say they're old then? It's only 17 Tom, years old. People, oh, wait a minute. People it's can 27 have, years yeah. old. <laughs> Sorry, never a mind. complete career and then oblivion on YouTube in two years. Yeah. Oh, yeah, so true. So anything that's older than Ooh. a couple of years is now retro, I think. We're going to kick off the next segment with uh, a young, really, really annoying person. Oh, goody. Just became... A gold uh, seller. I heard about it this morning on the oh, queue. Oh, God. I cannot believe it's true. <laughs> I, I just, I can't. I can't believe that the world has gone to that now. Hell but in a handbasket. As we as we take a break here, I will say this. I saw a headline this morning that said, Kim meets with envoys. I said, why does Kim Kardashian have envoys? They met the <laughs> dictator in North Korea. But anyway. Uh, they should be more specific. Yeah, be since, more specific with your Kim. Since Kims, the media is obsessed with flipping Kim Kardashian barf. We'll be right back to tell you who's now a gold-selling singer, or rapper anyway, right after this Ugh. Tom Bernard show. <laughs> Tom Bernard here with the founder and CEO of North American Banking Company, Michael Bilski. He's here to talk about a great service and an app that you can get because you're a customer of North American Banking Company. It's called XCheck. All right, Michael, my friend, how do you get it? What's the situation? Do I need it? All that stuff. It's an application that we designed to compete with the national applications out there for person-to-person payments. You can get it at the Apple Store or the Android Store. It's for payments that you want to make when you don't have cash. If you want to pay the kid who shovels your driveway, if you want to settle up a dinner check, if you want to settle up a bet on the golf course, when you don't have cash, you can use the app. The payment will settle directly into the payee's account literally the same day. This is Tom. Why not bank with my banker? And X-Check, I'm going to get it today. Check out nabankco.com slash KQ for more about X-Check. North American Banking Company, a better banking experience. Member FDIC, an equal housing lender. Did you know that about 60% of people over the age of 60 are starting to experience cloudy, blurry, or dim vision due to cataracts? Tom Bernard here for Whiting Clinic LASIK and Eye Care. Whiting Clinic is best known for their fabulous LASIK results. You've heard me rave about them for years, but did you know they're also experts in cataract surgery? Yes, indeed, and I'm here to tell you about my wonderful experience having cataract surgery at Whiting Clinic. I'm at that age when my vision started to fade, so I called up the folks at Whiting Clinic. They helped me out right away. My cataract surgery was super easy, and thanks to the Whiting Clinic, my vision is top-notch once again. Whiting Clinic has the most advanced lens technology options so I can see far away and up close without wearing any glasses. If you want to learn more about your options for cataract surgery or clearer vision, attend one of Whiting Clinic's cataract seminars. Call Whiting Clinic at 855-554-2020 to RSVP today. 
That's 855-554-2020 to learn more about your cataract surgery options at Whiting Clinic. God, I love this song. Enter Sandman. 27 years old. I cannot believe this song. I know. I remember when it came out. (laughs) It is unbelievable. So King Nothing must have been around 95, 97, something like that. 96. 96, so I was around it. I went 95 or 97. Well, I was 96. Yeah, one of the really (laughs) hardcore um, heavy metal songs that didn't really make it big is called Bread Fan. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, my God, that thing. If you ever want to just, like, get aggression out while you're, like, kickboxing or something, that's the song to do it to. Yeah, there's no doubt. It's very aggressive music, there's no (laughs) doubt about that. Uh, Ladies and gentlemen, you remember Danielle Brigoli? Well, yes, you do. No. Yes, you do, actually. We just don't know her by that let name. Me just, let me just say something that she said, and you tell me you've never heard of Danielle Bregoli. Okay. You ready? I'm ready. Catch me outside. How about that? Oh, yes. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes. I remember that. A little white girl trying to sound all street is yeah. what she was. She was 13 at the time. She did it on Dr. Phil. Oh, yeah. that's right. Okay. Well, it's she's... all coming back to me. <laughs> she's now 15 years old. Oh. And who is Ty Dolla Sign? T-Y-D-O-L-L-A, and then a dollar sign, S-I-N-G, S-I-G-N. Her boyfriend? Who is Ty Dolla Sign? Does anybody know? Generic rapper. rapper. He's a generic rapper? He's a guy? Most rappers are generic. He's trying to ride the coattails of Danielle. (laughs) Of Danielle Brigoli. You mean Bad Bobby. Yeah. Because it's Bad Baby, but it's B-H-A-D-B-H-A-B-I-E, Bad Baby. Uh, her, her lower teeth are all encrusted in diamonds now. Oh, she's a, got a grill glorious. in the lower teeth. She's 15 years old, and she has now sold 500,000 copies of her latest song. She has a song? Yeah, I didn't even know that. She has oh. a bunch of songs. Oh. You're not going to want to hear any of them, I'm sure. Oh, I'm oh sure no, no, you I'm can't sure blame them. they're good. They are incredibly filthy. Oh, I would say there's about a 95% chance she's dead within five years from over. Why it. is it okay for her to publish filthy songs at 15 years of age? It's a good question. Who, is it, is this either. just like YouTube stuff, or does she actually have an agent and have have a, you know, like a label behind her? I don't oh, she has a producer. Why uh, is this okay? Adam Kluger. Adam Kluger? Who the hell is Adam Kluger? Some bad person who's making her famous i guess so uh, i just i don't understand this i looked at her concert site for concert oh tickets oh my god she's got concerts <laughs> friday I, yeah if you let your kid go to that kind of concert you're a bad parent yeah don't you think yes. on your birthday andy your birthday you can go see uh bod bobby or bad baby however she pronounces it with little yachty so you can see baby and yachty Together, mm-hmm. Lil oh, and Bad. Society's uh, ruined. She's going to be at uh, Norfolk, Virginia, the Norva uh, Arena. Uh, you can see the tickets from $45. Only four tickets left. What? That's it. Mm-hmm. Yep. There's a lot of trash out there. There sure is. Uh, parking passes only for Lil Yachty. Lil Yachty is another rapper. Is that the, I the rapper? I so. Uh, so, Andy, seriously, we can get you. There are only four tickets left. If you want to go see Bad Baby, we're going to have mm. to scoop them up right now. <laughs> you know, you know, it's almost worth going to something like that just to see the crowd. Oh, can you imagine the infants yeah. that are there? You yeah. mean get hepatitis from the crowd? <laughs> I don't plan on well, something like swapping that. anything with anybody. But I think the air, air alone would be enough. Yeah, like one time I went to a, a professional wrestling tournament. Mm-hmm. Thing is that what they're called? Tournaments? I don't know. Match. Match. A match. Yep. Uh, sort of as a joke. Somebody invited me, and I'm like, oh, no, no. Oh, all right. So I went, and the people were like, somebody got the pile driver, and the woman's like, that reminds me of the first time you hit me. <laughs> Said that to her husband. Yeah. No oh. teeth. You know the whole. I'm like. <laughs> You yep. can't make this stuff up. I know. Be the first time you hit me. You're such yep. a cliche. I know. And Catherine's like, response hey. would have been, hey, Tom, remember when you were alive? <laughs> that would have been that deal right there. Yeah, uh, on my birthday, well. my birthday, I can see Lil Yachty and Bad Baby oh. at the Clyde Theater in Fort Wayne, Indiana. I like it. Tickets from 48 bucks, only 34 Uh St. Petersburg, pills, Florida. 
Petersburg, St. Petersburg, Florida, zero tickets left. So I don't know how big these arenas are, but they got to be a couple of thousand people, I would think. It, yeah, if it's see. an arena. So she's a yeah, big the, deal, the Clyde, is what you're saying. The Clyde Theater in Fort Wayne, Indiana. Okay. Oh, no. No, let me do the one that's sold out. Uh, St. Janus Live, J-A-N-N-U-S. Janus Live in St. Petersburg, Florida. There are zero tickets left. How many tickets were available, Andy? Let's see. Janice Live has a capacity of 2,000. Yeah, so that's what I figured it'd be about 2,000 people. But 2,000 people in St. Petersburg want to go see Bad Baby and Lil Yachty. <laughs> Catch me outside. How about that? Oh, my oh, God. Okay. And I'm sure she has a tagline in her song. How, oh, I wouldn't doubt How that you can all. launch a career from that in America is, uh, I don't even get it. I mean, how that happens. Hey, this sounds really, really Half these people that are depressing. famous, it's just like, why? This is really depressing. The day after Thanksgiving, she's going to do a show with uh, Lil Yachty at the Knitting Factory in Boise, Idaho. Uh-huh. The Knitting Factory. Probably was a, it's probably a rehab knitting factory. All right, Knitting Factory, <laughs> Boise, Idaho, Andy. Um, Got to be, what, 800 seats maybe? Tops? Boise's the new place to flee to. Is it? That yeah, is. You're yep, right. You're right. Uh, you can you're still, right. It it's is. still affordable housing. Well, that's doesn't sound like it's going to be for long if everyone's fleeing no, there. That's yeah, where that's they're true. fleeing. Denver is over apparently because it's gotten too expensive. It and is so really people expensive. People are fleeing to Boise. It's, um, let me tell you how, how expensive it is in Denver. It's about half as expensive as it is here. That's yeah. how expensive it is. This is the most expensive place well, other than San Francisco Den- in the United Denver States. Denver real estate's probably on par with here. With, with here, here, yeah, yeah it is, absolutely. So it's not cheap. What do you got, Andy? But compared to California, where they're all coming from, it's like yeah. next to nothing. well, that's true. Not yeah. a lot, actually. Nothing on Knitting Factory in Boise, Idaho? How are the acoustics? Uh, here we go. <laughs> knitting Factory. A thousand. Oh, it's a thousand. Yes. Okay, well, she's only got like 58 tickets left, so you better be, you better be uh, getting they? to it. How much are they charging per ticket? I don't know. Let me see if I can find that. Seventy-five um, cents. Tickets from forty-eight dollars. Oh my God. Forty-eight dollars. Oh, I wouldn't walk across the street to see her for free. No, it's it's a neither that, would her dad. Andy, oh. oh, tell me about that. So she's she's estranged from her father. She never met her dad. I don't. She never think. met her dad. No. Okay, so it's going that well. Very surprising. Yeah, it's hard to believe that she would turn into a complete disaster. He works for the Palm Beach PD. So we could go see him. He works for the Palm Beach Police Department? Yeah. But she's never met him. Ira Peskowitz. Ira Peskowitz. Let's go ask him what's his problem. Honestly, what's he going to do next? Ira Peskowitz buys a motorcycle? Although, honestly... What the hell? If I learned that my daughter was like that, I wouldn't want to meet her either. So listen, this is why I pulled you over. Uh, Here we go. He speaks up in the Palm Beach Post. Oh, what does he say? An exclusive interview. Let's see what he thinks. Oh, I can't access the Palm Beach Post anymore unless I subscribe. Oh, really? I had my 15 free oh. articles. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's good. Let's that's see. A good thing. Yeah, he's not happy about it. He's not happy about what? Um, that she's never come to see him? That, <laughs> that um, she ended up this way. Yeah, I wouldn't. I mean, he's too happy about being it. in her life would have helped, I'm sure. But where did she did she grow up in Palm Beach? Uh, let's see. Some father's presence is, is actually worse than not. Yeah, that's, that's true. true. That is true. You're right about that. What? Why are you looking at me? Thank you very much. She was born in Boynton Beach, so. Oh, right down the road, right yeah. The road. So Boynton mm-hmm. Beach, yep. For there you Florida, go. Florida, they can produce some people. Oh, they got some <laughs> rather that, kooky. I think folks. it's the alligator poop in the water. Yeah, it might be. They don't filter all that out. Yeah, right something in it that. that makes people. What whoa. the hell is wrong with these? Weird people? down there. <laughs> yes, I would have to agree with you on that. Oh, here that. we go. You know, I did not abandon my daughter. Peskowitz said. Court documents depict a protracted battle about details having little to do with child custody. The matter, in fact, was settled when Danielle was an infant in 2004 when she was 18 months old. Um, it looks like they gave the mother custody, as they pretty much always do, but right. he did have open and liberal visitation rights. Did he use them? Apparently uh, not, because she's never met him. No. Oh, because the mom moved to New York. Oh, okay. 
So, so she moved to New York. It kind of sounds like it's not as much of his fault as it could have been, but it's still, you know, you knock someone up. Not <laughs> There's a term. You kind of have somebody to, up. You kind That's two, what I did with mom when you were born, Andy. Two, I knocked her up. Well, they weren't married. Well, they dated for a year. They dated for a year. She got pregnant and then she they broke up and it takes two people to do that. It's takes true. two to tango. Uh, why are we spending any time on this girl? <laughs> uh, it's just an amazing story that this uh, this girl is famous, and she's a girl. She's only I fifteen. Know. See, I find this kind of thing just absolutely physically exhausting at this it's, point it in is. my life. You're absolutely it's right. It's just sad because this girl is going to ride her little wave of fame mm-hmm. for a couple of years, and, and be then dead. something bad's going to yep, happen. Yep. It's all oh, predictable, yeah. and it's terrible. there's nothing anybody can do to stop it except for, you know. People mm-hmm. not going to her concerts and not thinking that she's famous just because she was on Dr. Phil once. Well, she's 15. Her mom could just say, no, you're not going. But I don't think then mommy's having know, a problem this, with this. No, because no. if she's raking in some cash, then she could just find some lawyer to emancipate her and it would all be fine. It's just, it's just, uh, like I said, you'll just, like this, guy. It's exhausting. Remember Donald Trump's uh, Hollywood Walk of Fame star got jackhammered out, and they burned it, and they blew it up, and they did all kinds of stuff? All the things. They have now moved on to Bill Cosby's star in the Hall of uh, Walk of Fame, but they didn't jackhammer it or destroy it. They just spray-painted serial rapist on his star. So i got to assume that uh, that'll be jackhammered out of the ground any time. I'm not sure he doesn't deserve it. No, he does deserve it, absolutely. He's a pig. I feel so... That still makes me... See, once again, that just exhausts me. I know. Because he was on television, what, in the 80s? 80s and 90s? Yeah. Mm -hmm. That whole show I think the Cosby show was late 80s. I mean, it was like, you know, he was like the perfect dad with this wonderful advice. That's how it always is, though. I mean, he just seemed like such a great guy. And to find out that he was the ultimate pig. Yeah, Mr. Wholesome is always... I know. It's like, this is what Hollywood does. Uh, They produce this vision for everybody that the world can be just a wonderful place and... Families can be just, you know, so wonderful. And yes, they have their problems, but they can work through it together. And then all the while, all the actors are a bunch of crazy people. That yeah, are doing, I know. I, it's just, yeah. it's. Well, one of the daughters, didn't she? She ended up in porn and then she died. Oh, really? One of the Which daughters. One? one of the daughters of Bill Cosby? Well, in no, the, on the show. Cosby show. Oh, on, oh, I don't think. That. Does Bill oh, Cosby really? have daughters? I don't know. I have no His idea. son died. I know that. Yeah, he got killed. Yeah. He got murdered. Yeah. Uh, let's Wasn't see. Like on the side of the road yeah. or something. Enyo. Was his name Enyo or something like that? Did they ever find out why? I think it was Ennis Cosby. No, I think it was something like he, didn't he like, didn't he have a flat tire? Yes. Did he stop to yeah, help he somebody a flat with a tire. flight yeah. and somebody shot him? Oh, my God. I don't know mm. if it was just like a robbery. Which or, one? Uh, I Bill, just I, Google Bill Cosby's. Murdered son. I want to say <laughs> yeah, he does. Nice. I want to say he does have a daughter. Oh, that would be unfortunate. Bill Cosby, Ennis Cosby. Yeah, it was Ennis. Ennis. Yeah, I thought it was. He uh, was age of twenty-five, I think. Twenty twenty-eight. Twenty-eight. Yeah. I Near interstate. Shot in shot in the head by an eighteen-year-old in a failed robbery attempt. <laughs> Yeah, and I guess he did. He had two daughters. Uh, Dave just texted me. He has two daughters, one son. The son and one daughter have passed. Oh my God! So he's lost two wow. children. Wow, that's. <clears throat> oh, I guess that'll mess you up. Bad. Yeah. I would that's imagine terrible. it's not real pleasant. I think I think Bill Cosby was probably one of the most shocking. Uh, yeah. Out of all yeah. of this Me Too yes, stuff, absolutely. Yeah, I would have never. He would be one of those guys where you would never think was a creep. Nope. nope. So has a big ego. I will tell you that. Yeah, we met him one time, and he's well, pretty massive. Yeah, ego. I mean, he was—he's been pretty hugely famous since he was a young guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because he's been—he did stand-up comedy for a long time before yeah. in the Cosby show. I love him. I absolutely love Bill Cosby. That was my first introduction to stand-up comedians. Where my my brothers had his albums. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, and then he started. Uh, what what was was he on? How did he get big? Big. Was it Bill Johnny Cosby? Carson? I Spy. I Spy. He was on a, shoe called, right. a show called I Spy. Yeah, it was yeah. a kid's show. Yep. I remember that, and he had that magic pen, and he would make like a weird noise as he drew with the pen. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. It was like a dry a erase show. marker. Yeah. Here's this guy who's, you know, roofing women and raping them, <laughs> and he's got a kid's show. It's just, 
like completely I said, it different just... personality. <laughs> yeah. I don't like it. Yeah, I'm assuming it is. It's, I, I'm assuming it's just a completely different personality. It's just weird. Uh, one of the sons on there uh, got out of acting and got a job at Trader Joe's. He's a young black man. He was a member of the family, sure. you know, the TV family. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, here he is right here, as a matter of fact. Here you go. Is he the one that played, what was it, Cleo? Or that was not? Malcolm. Jamal Warner. Malcolm yeah. Jamal Warner. Oh, okay. Jeffrey Owens responds to Tyler Perry offering him a job after being shamed for bagging groceries. Here's a black man in America today, and you're shaming him because he's working at Trader Joe's. I think this is fake news. It's not fake news. It actually did happen. Well, yeah, two people on Facebook were mean. That's not news. It's not two people. People on Facebook are bad people. That's they really are. Well it's known. Terrible. Uh, new doors are certainly opening. For, oh, God, we got to get moving <clears throat> yeah. here. Sorry about that. Yeah. We'll be right back and schmooze about that. Uh, we have some guests coming up. Tom Bernard Show. John, I just got another complaint about our delivery service. Oh, not again. Yep, we have to do something about our courier service. You know, they're a reflection of us. What happened now? Well, you know that one driver that has the dog that rides with him? Uh Uh-huh. Well, when he got out of his truck to deliver our package, his dog got out and delivered, well, uh, his own package, if you know what I mean. That's it. I want you to call... Priority Courier Experts, because, you know, they've got more than 500 drivers. And tell them we need... A professional, reliable courier service. And make sure they have internet order entry and real-time tracking you know i had priority courier experts account rep in here about a month ago and who knows how many accounts we could have serviced better if we had just signed up and started using the twin cities largest most reliable on-call courier service what's that number because the next package is going with priority courier experts already dialing 651-748-4477 priority courier experts can we help you can you ever priority courier experts every time you call us we deliver Tony Price from the Gold Star Ride Foundation here. I wanted to share a story from the road. Since you already know about Gold Star families being those left behind when somebody's killed in the military, and you already know those people died for your freedom. So I woke up in a cheap motel somewhere in the mountains, and I shared stories with the manager. As I was leaving, a maid who had been listening, and her name is Shorty, ran out to ask me if she could donate. I said yes, and I tried to donate $30 with a credit card. It didn't work, and we made arrangements to meet at a coffee shop a block away after she went to an ATM. I got coffee and invited the people at the coffee shop to talk on our documentary, which they agreed to do. Then they made me pay for the coffee. It wasn't much, but still, when I turned around, there was the maid, Shorty, who handed me a $20 bill saying she couldn't donate 30 because she only had 20 Made me feel sorry for the young women in the coffee shop who couldn't come up with $4 for my coffee. Thank you, Shorty. Goldstarride.org. Oh, she's going to play Metallica for me all day today. I love it. Intellect. Or whatever. This one's For Whom the Bell Tolls. For Whom the Bell Tolls is a great song. Metallica appearing last night at Target Center, doing a hell of a job. But, uh, yeah, the first two comments I saw in the Star Tribune were both how old they've gotten. <laughs> nice. like, well, maybe what? they have. Well, You can't help it. I, I know, but that's just like a given, right? It's Metallica. Leave yeah. them alone. Yeah. Leave Metallica alone. <laughs> is, uh, is Melissa ready to go? Uh-huh. Melissa Radke, how are you today? <laughs> Melissa. Doing wonderful. Hi, can there you hear me? she is. Yep, we can hear you now. We can hear you perfectly now, Melissa Radke. How are you today? Hi, guys. I'm good, thank you. How are y'all this morning? We're doing extremely well. Eat cake, be brave. Released uh, just a couple of months ago, as a matter of fact, when Melissa Radke turned 41, she decided to be brave and live boldly. All the changes that she thought happened in someone's life at 40 happened to her the following year. First of all, i got to get it out of the way. Are you related in any way to Brad Radke, the wonderful pitcher for the Minnesota Twins? Absolutely not. You're the first person that's asked me that. I wish I was, but no, I'm not. Nobody's Sorry. asked you about I don't know where Brad Radke is from. He might be from California. That's a possibility. I'm not sure. Where? No, I know you're from the South. Where in the South are you from? Yes, sir. I'm actually in East Texas, so I'm about an hour and a half north of Houston. Oh, okay. Excellent. And by the way, I can tell you're from yeah. the South because you said yes, sir. So thank you. I call people sir and ma'am oh. all the time, and I, it's really weird to do, I guess, in Minnesota, but I grew up doing that, so I still call, excuse me, sir, excuse me, ma'am. Some women do not yeah, like to be called ma'am. Do it. 
Really? I, I hear that, and I don't, I don't understand that at all. And I, uh, I mean, I've taught them to say yes, sir, and no, ma'am, and all that kind of good stuff. So I, I hope they're doing it. They better be. I did not like being called ma'am at thirty. <laughs> well, I mean, what else are you going to call you, lady? I didn't like <laughs> lady. it. Lady made me feel old. Uh, I think it's wonderful. Okay, that's like... completely justified. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> completely. Yeah. Who are you calling, ma'am? Right. God, now, Melissa. I, I, I agree with her. I agree with her on that. That's yeah, true. It's my lovely wife, Catherine, saying that, as a matter of fact. So. Um, <laughs> Melissa, how do you have time to do interviews? You got, what do you, is there like 75 plus videos out there now? Uh, viewed uh, millions of times. You've written a book now. You, you're busy as a bee. Yes, sir. And you know what? It's funny because uh, we are literally in the middle of filming this um, unscripted family sitcom for USA Network. And when I tell you that we are literally in the middle of filming, I mean, I just wrapped up a scene, ran into an air-conditioned spot. I'm doing this interview with you, and then when I finish, I'll go back into the scene again. So we literally have a lot going on, but it's such an exciting time, and I'm so grateful for it all you know it's it's really a lot of fun okay. so I'm, I'm not complaining melissa how did it all start well you know the truth of the matter is i uh i lived in nashville for 16 years uh right after i got married and i wanted to make it big in nashville i mean doesn't everybody that moves there they mm-hmm. want to they wanted to make it big right and that's what my intent was and i was a singer i am a singer and I knew when I moved to Nashville that I have vocally had the chops, I guess you could say, to compete. But I did not have the looks to compete. And Nashville made no what? bones about that. You know, I had, a, I had a producer tell me one time, um, I finished singing in the studio for a country artist, an artist that you would know today. And when I finished singing the backup for the, for the album, I came out of the studio and the producer said, boy, Melissa, it's a shame you can sing like that, girl. And I said, Why? Why is that bad? And he said, well, because people just don't buy ugly. Oh, and I remember, oh my God. <laughs> and, okay, yeah. I'm looking at and your I, book right now, and yep. I'm looking at your photo, and you are not ugly. You're very, very beautiful. Why? What is their problem? Why? Are, why well, thank why, you. Thank you. I, I just don't. It, it took, first of all, if you're looking at the book cover, it took a lot of money. It took a lot of money <laughs> to make you look that way. <laughs> I love you. I just don't understand. I mean, there are other country singers that are, you know, I guess if you wanted to put, I hate to do this, especially to women, but, and that wouldn't be considered to be gorgeous. I mean, there's a lot of, you know, like average looking singers that are great singers. Why can't you just sing? I don't get it. Yay. I, I don't get it either, and I hear you, and I trust me, I don't take offense to what you're saying. I, I you. know exactly what you mean, and I, um, <laughs> because I, I, I knew I vocally I had the talent, but I did not have the body, and the truth is that Nashville wants everyone to fit in this little compartment that I didn't fit in, you know? I'm a plus-size woman in a, a Carrie Underwood-size world, and so I just didn't. I didn't fit. And so I dealt with a lot of that rejection. I dealt with that rejection for many, many years. And so my life really changed when I was 41 because I thought at at 41, I said, you know, I'm I'm tired of living um, in a shell. I'm tired of that. I don't want to anymore. They put me back here in the back room. I've stood at the back of the stage for long enough. I want to change my life. And I should have done it maybe at 40. I should have done it at 30. I didn't. But at 41, I decided I did not want to live scared of rejection anymore. Right. That makes sense. And so really everything changed for me then. By the way, Melissa, I'm sitting here next to my wife. powerful, actually. Um, I'm sitting next to my wife. You look great on the cover. You look uh, great on the back cover. So I open it up to the, you know, the inside side uh the the very back cover of the book there's always a picture of the Uh author and and where they're from and i open (laughs) up and here's melissa in the bathtub eating cake as we all want to do (laughs) as we all wish to do exactly best place to eat it don't make a mess no crumbs yeah um i want to well first of all 
Yeah, are you really living? Are you really living if you haven't eaten bacon in a bathtub? I mean, that's so no, I think not. You might be right. You have never lived till you've eaten chocolate cake in a tub full of bubbles. It's all, it's all true. It sounds divine. Okay. It really does. Now I have to read. I have to read uh, the some reviews of the book. There are six of them, but but they're they're short quotes. So, if you don't mind, Melissa Radke, I will read the uh, the comments about your book. Okay. Okay, yes, sir. Okay. A pure delight. A woman I sat beside on a plane once. (laughs) (laughs) This is hands down the most overly dramatic book I've ever read. My mom. (laughs) What is this for? Are you trying to get a cake decorating show? My granny. I I read your book, Do Not Tell Anyone Where You Go to Church. My pastor. There are two more, and then they they only get better. By the way, uh, I yeah. know this yeah. this is one Melissa. This one's my favorite. Well, actually, I'll do that one last. Melissa, Melissa, okay. Melissa. That's a Starbucks barista. <laughs> that. And finally, I know talent. A lady who saw Oprah in a parking garage. <laughs> When you're writing a book, your editor, or at least mine, they want you to put these blurbs sure. on the back of your book, right? Mm-hmm. But here's the deal. I don't know any famous people, and I couldn't <laughs> call in its favors. Uh, so I just, I literally, I literally thought, who are the most famous people in my world? Yep. You know, who are the people that just write about me the most? And it's my mom and my granny. So, so I just put honest things back there, and I thought, you know, either people can know that I'm fun. I wanted people to know I was funny right off the bat so that they know that when they buy this book, they're going to have a good time with it. Yeah, there are some gut punches in there, but overall, it's a really funny book, and I wanted people to know that. And if they don't know that, by a woman who saw Oprah in a parking garage, then they just don't get me. They okay? don't get they anything. Don't get <laughs> no, you're 100% right. If they don't get you, that's their problem. So it was, it was video blogging that got you where you are today? Or did you? Yes, and I know that sounds absurd, but so what happened was when I turned 41, I decided that I wanted to live brave, but only for 12 months. Like for 12 months, I would say yes to these things that I'd been wanting to do, but maybe I hadn't done because I was scared of what people would say or what people would think, but I was going to do it for 12 months. And so one of the first things that I did was my husband said, you need to start putting videos out on the internet. And I said, David, that is crazy. Look how I look. People have already rejected me. I don't want, I don't want to do this. And his, his thing was, oh, really? So, so the whole brave thing that really didn't count, you weren't being serious. And I said, fine, Mm. fine, I'll do it. I'll do it. And he said, Melissa, listen to me. People relate to you. Women look like you. They wear the same size as you. They can't fix their eye makeup just like you can't. I can't do it either. <laughs> I can't. I can't figure it out. It's always and smeared. don't even get me started on contouring. What, what is contouring? I don't even know what's going on there. I know. They've got so these I kits, did. 50 kinds of shades. What am I supposed to put this on? I don't even understand. I know. And some of them are like purple color. I'm, and I'm not like, doing it. I'll just look like a crazy person. I'll look like a clown. <laughs> I know. But you know what I did? I just said, fine. I'll just start talking. I'll just be myself. And y'all, listen to me. The very thing that Nashville said that wasn't okay about me was the very thing that all of these people said was okay. And that was just that I was myself. I didn't try to change myself. And so, holy crap, y'all, it really works. Like, you can just be yourself. And then... Uh, You know, if they follow, they follow. And one of the third videos that I ever put out to this day has 100 million views. And it wasn't because I did anything fancy. I mean, heck, if I had known 100 million people were going to watch the video, I would have worn a bra in it. (laughs) Page 159, I just am flipping through here. Collectively, my videos have been seen over 140 million times at this writing. That's mind-boggling numbers. Wonderful. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, it really, my husband was right. I think people respond 
to people that look like them and sound like them and try to parent and have marriages that are sometimes really great and sometimes really stuck and aren't afraid to talk about it. And so Mm -hmm. that's just really what I've done. And it's worked for me. And so, you know, honestly, if I could say anything to that producer in Nashville, I would say, I don't, I don't know that. I don't know that I don't believe you anymore. I think people do buy it. I think yes, people they do, do get me. I mean, US, USA Network's buying me, so you can watch me on TV every week, mister. Ha That's ha. what I want to say. Melissa, how long ago did that happen to you that producer said that to you? Oh, gosh, that's probably been about 13 years ago. The reason I'm wondering, like 10 years ago, maybe even longer than that, Melissa McCarthy proved the whole thing to be a, an untrue. She she broke through uh, a lot of barriers. Well, Roseanne Barr was Roseanne basically Barr. one of the first ones. Uh, and yeah. you you know they I mean, if we're going to specifically talk about weight, they weigh a lot more than you do. So where did he see ugliness? You have a very pretty face. What's the problem here? I don't know, <laughs> I, and I think it's a really I, I think it's a I think it's a man not really having a tap on oh. on the people that are buying music yep. I, I, yep. I don't think he knew i don't think he knows what kind of women walk into target and buy music or what kind of women walk into barnes and noble and buy books or what kind of women walk into amc and buy a melissa mccarthy ticket guess what right they're the same people that wear the same freaking size as melissa mccarthy so right. shut up you know and <laughs> so I, I don't i just up. thought of <laughs> i'm just not afraid of that anymore i'm good. proud of who i am every good. bit of me oh, good you for know? you that's a one okay now I, we only have about two minutes so i want to hear about your tv show well, uh, it's so crazy how the internet works. Apparently, it really does. Apparently, 100 million views are a lot because yes. it just yes, kept it spreading and spreading and spreading. And it ended up going to a production company out of Knoxville that saw it and contacted me immediately. We, they came down. They made what they call a sizzle reel. Yeah, they sure. stopped it around to a couple of different networks. And we had three networks very interested in this show. USA ended up buying it and greenlighting it. We are filming season one right now. And people ask me all the time, but what's it about? And you know what it is? It's about my big, loud Southern family. It's about how I try to parent. And I'm screwing these kids up every single day. I mean, it's just a lot of fun. It's family friendly. I want you to be able to watch it with your kids in the room. And I think the world is going to love my um, my husband and my kids, and unfortunately, my mother. And so, yeah, it's a lot of fun. It's Melissa, a lot of fun. So, when will we be able to see the first episode, Melissa? It's coming out in this November. And if Wonderful. you follow me on Facebook or Instagram, trust me, I will be talking about it till till I make you sick. So, if people follow me online or get the book, they will they'll know exactly when it's coming out. I yeah. promise. Okay. First, and first, buy the book. Eat cake. Be brave. Yes. And the name of the yes, TV show is what? Do. What's the name of the TV show? Well, we're, we're trying to choose between two names right now. Um, but it's going to have my name in the title. It's, it will probably be called It's Melissa. But, hey, as long as my name's in the title, I'm winning. That's how I feel. So I'm happy about that. <laughs> Melissa, get back to work. You're a great interview. I love the book. I love your attitude. You know, everybody should just shut up and accept people for who they are. <laughs> I love it, Melissa. It's wonderful. Y'all, thank you so much for having me. It was an honor to be here today. It's an honor having you on. Thanks very much. Melissa Radke, R-A-D-K-E. The book is called Eat Cake, Be Brave. We'll be right back. Tom Bernard Show.